Hey, it's Alex from Camelot, and you are watching CMS TV. Rock on. Aiken presents and I of course am Chris Aiken and we are going to get some guitar heavy riffs going here today uh brand new band uh called Riforia that a lot of you are probably discovering for the first time it's a killer band it sort of mixes thrash and traditional metal and it's just heavy which is what I like I like just straight up in your face metal the new album is called or the debut album is called Axori exorcism which is out on february the 23rd and here to talk all about it is the drummer of the band and the leader of the band mr frederick johansson frederick how are you man i'm really good i'm really good it feels really good to have been releasing the first single of the album earlier this day and uh, yeah really stoked about the upcoming album release um and like you we also like you know heavy fast stuff so um uh, that's what we were aiming for with the album so yeah it, it feel, feels uh, really good absolutely man well dude obviously as i said in the intro a lot of people are going to be discovering riforia for the first time you know it's a new band yeah. yes. it, it comes from some older you know it, it's not a bunch of new guys there's obviously there's older history but with with the members. So why don't we start there and maybe you give us a brief history on on Riforia. Yeah, absolutely. Actually, it goes back uh, like 15 years or something. Me and the guitarist of the band, we have been uh, friends since we were four, raised on the, um, we grew up on the same street in a little village in Sweden. Right. <laughs> Start, started playing together, learned playing instruments together. Started a band that a few people know about, Tuck From Hell. Um, and uh, a funny thing about that though is we, we were aiming for playing heavy metal. 
but uh, it pretty much sucked. So <laughs> when we realized if we play the songs much faster, it sounded better. So then right. we you know, changed direction. Uh, so we were just young kids back then. Uh, but uh, yeah, we released an album. Things looked pretty good for us, you know. Um, played a lot of shows locally and got some good reviews for the album Thrashing that we released. And uh, <clears throat> then, um, then life happened, other stuff became priorities, and uh, I got kids. Right. Uh, Marcus, he studied five years on the university, I think, classical music to become a guitar, become a music teacher. And and uh, Petrus Graner, the other guy, he went on to play with Civil War with my dad. Right. Uh, so, but, but uh, during the years, me and uh, Marcus, we have continued jamming, writing songs and we sat on a bunch of, yeah, what what we think is good songs, you know. And uh, one day, just my dad, Nils Patrick, he said, um, uh, "Well, I, 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 he, he thought our, our songs were good as well. So he said, "Well, I can sing on them." So we gave it a shot, and we are, you know, happy with the results. Sure, a lot of music. Um, were written maybe half of the songs of exorcism we wrote like 10 years ago but m most of the vocals are changed so patrick okay. we rewrote a lot of them during uh, last year sure and uh, yeah so that's kind of a pretty brief history sure and, yeah well, well, let's 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 dig into it a little bit. Obviously, you know, for people that don't know, uh, Niels Patrick is your father. He's also yeah. for guys like me. He's a he's like one of my favorite singer guys. I love Astral Doors. Cool. Big, big, big fan. And um, and with with doing that though, it's a different kind of music. Completely different kind of yeah. music than what you're doing here. Was it comfortable? Like. I, I know, you know, he probably heard you guys riffing and jamming and heard some yeah, of the yeah. stuff and, and him being a musician, he's like, oh, I'd love to sing on that. But a lot of people say that and yeah. don't necessarily mean that, you know, they're like, oh, they're, they're like trying to prop up their kid or whatever. For, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. for you, when did you know that he was like serious about joining your band? Yeah, maybe after he, uh, he, um, tried to record uh, vocals on a couple of songs and we heard that yeah it it sounds good and he thought it sounded good and obviously he's uh, he's more of a heavy metal guy uh, mm -hmm. i think we're we're on the thrash metal side that leans towards heavy metal though but uh, uh, you can also say so he, he has a history of listening to heavier music and okay. so i was spoon fed with rainbow and the purple when i was a kid you know his cds and vinyls uh but he also had heavier stuff not not death metal and stuff but you know i remember metallica kill em all and some anthrax and sepultura so uh 
his uh, he also likes that kind of music. Sure. And Lion Share, which he sings in, is pretty heavy at times as well, you know. So, and uh, yeah, in the beginning, oh, it seems like most thrash metal bands had, you know, if you can call it uh, real vocals, not to the growl uh, right. uh, side of a uh, style of vocals. So, uh, but I, I guess when. when uh, when he had uh, laid down the vocals for uh, two or three songs and we were happy with the results and he was happy with the results sure then he said let's let's do this right on now yeah. i, I got to ask you honestly yeah. was it there, like i i have businesses and i have my kids that work with me and yeah. it's definitely difficult sometimes i ain't going to lie to you it's it's yeah. definitely difficult to be you know, the boss versus being the dad, you know, yeah. I, I mean, for you, this is your band. It's not yeah. your dad's band. It's yeah. your band. How comfortable is it to say, no, we're not doing it this way. I don't care that you are my dad. This is how we're doing this. This is my band. <sighs> well, it's, it's hard sometimes, but uh, most of the times we got the same view on uh, a lot of stuff and we have had, um, you know, pretty close relationships through through the year years, and we talk on the phone almost every day about all things metal and music and bands we like and bands we might not like and how the industry has evolved and stuff. So we got the same view on on most things. Or and if we don't, we we have a discussion and. Usually we end up uh, agreeing about stuff. Um, uh, maybe he manipulates me. I don't know, but <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> ah, no, no fist fights yet. So right, <laughs> we will see. So far, so good. But let's see when we eventually hit the roads. <laughs> right, exactly. Well, well, Frederick. At, at what point? I, I'm going to assume this here. I'm going to assume that he did he did some vocals for you and you guys just kind of jammed at some point you just sort of not not where he was the officially in the band or anything but not even when the band might not even have been official at that point but you were all just kind of jamming yeah at what point did you realize that this lineup was real and this was this was going to be a real band and not just something you were doing until you found the right singer or the right you know the right mixture of guys yeah um we uh, as we went on with the recordings of the album because you know we rehearsed and it was mostly me and um, marcus the guitar player we rehearsed and wrote the music of the songs and uh and he, he recorded a, a couple of songs we were thinking about just releasing a, some kind of EP or... Uh, but but uh, when the recordings went on and uh, we, uh, we felt that we have something good going on, you know, and something uh, pretty unique, mm -hmm. uh, if I may say so. Uh, then um, after a while it just felt natural and we said uh, let's 
and he said as well, let's do this as it should be done, you know, let's go for it. So we might not aim to aiming for taking over the world, but we want to have fun and we want to reach out to people and hopefully a lot of people like what they hear and uh, yeah, right. that's the way it is. Okay. Well, t tell me a little bit about how you guys write as a band. Is it is it you and Marcus that do all the writing, or is it complete collaboration, or how do you write songs? Yeah, <clears throat> it's it's uh, back in Sack from Hell. It was me and Marcus, and I we we did the music together. I'm a pretty lousy guitar player but I can come up with ideas and stuff and then Marcus uh, does something real with it okay. and uh, I um, help arrange the songs and I wrote a lot of the you know, vocal lines for Tuck From Hell, most of them and some of the songs on the new album is uh, leftovers from that period uh, that actually Patrick sings now on, on Exorcism. Uh, but we, me and Marcus put uh, the music together and then we have just sent the song to Patrick and he writes the vocals and he's fast as hell. You right. know, we can, me and Marcus, when we write vocals, it can take us like half a year to be satisfied with something. Right. And Patrick, we send him a song on uh, Wednesday, and on Friday we have the lead vocals for the album version recorded and lyrics <laughs> written and everything. But he has been doing this for quite a while now, so I guess it's in the bone marrow. You know? Right, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So that's usually the process, and me and Marcus, we do it a lot, the old school style, being in the rehearsal studio, playing, jamming together, right. you know. Uh, not just sending files to each other or something. So we like to, it's it's fun to be at a rehearsal place and, you know, right. thrash on. <laughs> right on. Well, explain to me the dynamic between Marcus and Magnus. Is yeah. Marcus the lead and Magnus the rhythm or do they trade leads? Or how does that work? <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> Actually, uh, Polo plays all the guitars on the album, and okay. we added Magna Magnus to the lineup uh, when the recordings were done. Okay. So uh, Marcus plays all guitars and the bass on the album as well. So uh, uh, live, they would probably Magnus will play some solos. He's a really good uh, lead guitar player as well. Okay. I have jammed with him in a couple of bands when I was like 50 years old. So he's also an old friend, you know. <laughs> right. Uh, so they will probably fight a bit of who's going to do the solo on that song and who's going to do it. But Marcus is the the lead guitarist. Uh, okay. But uh, we are kind souls, all of us. So Magnus will have his time to shred as well very good so now you, you mentioned touring um Frederick. yeah uh obviously touring these days is very difficult you know it's yeah. very difficult it's ungodly expensive yes 
how can a band like Riforia that's new get yeah. out there and tour? Is it is it going to be extremely difficult? Do you? I'm assuming you aren't coming here anytime soon, but um, nah. but but even even touring over in Europe, I've heard is like crazy expensive. No. Yeah, it's a lot of young bands. You know, they go to the bank and uh, and uh, get financing for the tours. You know, and oh. uh, set themselves in debt and uh, go for it. And so, so it's yeah, it's expensive and. Uh, for us, it's probably gonna be, you know, not uh, not a huge tour, and we're gonna be opening act, maybe the first opening act of the night as a new band, you know. Sure. Uh, we ain't gonna get paid, probably. <laughs> <laughs> we we'll ho hope to get some T-shirts sold during the night, uh, during the evening. So, uh, but uh, you know, we're aiming for some tours over a couple of weeks to start with and see what happens and we're, we're obviously gonna try to put on a hell of a show you know and uh, and probably be, hopefully <laughs> get more gigs from that so and work ourselves up you know and um i guess um uh, I guess that's reality nowadays, and uh, sure. it's unusual for you know new bands to get uh, someone to pay for your touring, and you know if you're uh, gonna rent a nightliner or something, maybe we will ride around in a small car during the whole Germany, you know. Right. Right. But, well, you know, it's really sad these days, Frederick, because they've it i don't know who i'm saying they is but yeah. <laughs> the, the industry i guess has made it so difficult to get out there and tour and touring especially in the world of metal has always been how new bands became big bands was that you, yeah. you know you got to put you got to play in front of you know, a thousand people or 2000 people in front of a band that was established and then people discovered you. But these days where, where the gas is anywhere between four and $10 a gallon and, uh, yeah. you know, the, the hotels are $200 a night and, uh, you know, the distances yeah. are far. It, they've made it really hard for you guys. Yeah, it is. It will be really hard. Like you say, now everything is extra super expensive, you know, so and uh, it also might affect uh, how many concert people can afford to go to, you know, so and uh, and I think probably these days touring is <laughs> might be even more important since, you know, uh, at least for a band to uh, eventually get some money to fi finance the tours and recordings and all all that stuff, you know. But, uh, since it's uh, not many albums sold nowadays, mm -hmm. so touring is and merch, I guess, is so important. Uh, I looked at printing T-shirts for Reforia. <laughs> and it was so expensive. I remember when we printed merch for Tuck from Hell. It was like, uh, obviously, it was like ten years ago. Right. But it's 
what's like twice as expensive now. Yeah. And I said to myself that yeah, now I know why the t-shirts are so expensive at the shows that I go to. Sure. Uh, so well, and and all it's tough times, but uh, well, we're not uh, we're not uh, we're not in it for the money. Obviously, then we would pry, play something else than thrash metal. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. You know, I, there's a big problem over here, Frederick. I'm curious if it's going on over there as well, where the venues are now taking big chunks of you guys' merch money. Like if you sell T-shirts or whatever, you got to give the the venue thirty percent of it. Are they doing that in Europe as well? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. On on smaller clubs, um, maybe not, but uh, yeah, it's a seems to be a part of the system right now. And I guess they need they need their income as well. But uh, I think. No, especially for smaller bands, it's uh, damn the the the, the merch money might be all you get, you know. <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah, it it, just, it seems criminal to me, and and that's me saying that, not you. Yeah. But, but no. you know, it's it's really it's really scuzzy because they're not giving you thirty percent of every beer that they're selling, you know. Oh, but maybe that would be a good uh, business idea for us to have as a counter offer, you know, when. Right. <laughs> yeah, you get this and we get that. <laughs> right on, man. Well, yeah. well, Frederick, you mentioned um, earlier in the interview that um, the new single is out there today. Um, yeah, yeah. Which everybody can check out. So tell everybody about the song and about the um, the lyric video that's out there. Yeah, uh, we're really uh, uh, i must say we're really happy with the lyric video you can do really nice lyric videos nowadays mm -hmm. and uh, when you're on a pretty low budget you know lyric videos are often a better alternative than doing a really shitty regular video right uh, at least that's my opinion no but uh, yeah the song is uh, it's actually the only cover song on the album. Okay. Uh, it's an old song made by an old punk rock Swedish band called Imperiat. Uh, but we obviously made a metal version of it, so it doesn't sound much like the original uh, that way. Um, it's a song about the Cold War, actually, between US and Soviet in the 70s, 80s, I think. Right. Uh, pretty may, maybe one one of the songs that are leaning more to the heavy metal side of thrash uh, on the album we got some really slayer like thrashers as well on the album but uh, this might be more more of a hymn if you if you can call it that but yeah it's um got some you know crunching riffs and uh pretty straightforward drums on this one and uh, you know the heavy metal powerhouse vocals yeah uh, we're we're really satisfied with it and we think that we we did uh pretty decent version of the song 
Absolutely. It's an, it's an absolutely great song. Yeah. As, thank as, you. as is the whole album, which people can hear in know, a month or so. Um, yeah. The album is called Axorium. It is Riforia out yeah. on February the 23rd. And yeah. Frederick, where should we tell people to go online to keep up with you guys, to buy merch, to buy tickets once they're available, all that stuff? Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, you know, you, they can follow us on Facebook and we will provide the links from there. Okay. Facebook.com slash Riforia or Instagram uh, slash Riforia. And uh, we have some links in our bio there where you can get what you need and uh, and interact with us. And if people are kind enough to reach out to us, we will happily have discussions. And they can let us know what they think of the album and give us both uh, praise and criticism. We will we will interact. So it's a really funny part of this as well absolutely well i figured what we would do is we'll wrap this interview up by playing yeah. the lyric video we'll we'll share a piece of the lyric video with everybody so check it out one more time it is riforia it is Axor exorcism is the name of the album out february 23rd and frederick uh it's been a pleasure man thanks for joining me here on chris aiken presents thank you very much for you The internet has changed the game to where you don't need millions of dollars to own your own viable radio or TV station. A good concept and a great streaming platform are all you need. We've got that platform for you. I'll Get Drunk Noise is the best place to stream your very own online radio or TV station. We offer 24-7 scheduling, on-demand options, the ability to go live on your channels, and much, much more. Sell and plug in your own advertisements within your programming as you see fit. Our stations are fully licensed and legal. It's all here for you, so get started today. Just visit www.uncontrollednoise.com and let us know you are ready to broadcast. Uncontrolled Noise, your best place for online radio and television stations.